ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. All right, we now have to go outside the NFL to put Patrick Mahomes' greatness into context. He became the seventh player in NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL history to win three championships, two regular season MVPs in his first seven seasons. He joins the likes of who? Larry Legend, Bill Russell, Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio. Talk to me. And you'll notice he's the only NFL player on this List. Someone who knows about making history, I would say more so like in the digital space, the YouTube world. You know that it. That would right. be P. Mac. Pat. <laughs> Mac. Pat. Wait, we don't have a. T- it's a snow day, so he put on short sleeves. He did. Yeah, he, well, he covered half the. He's been in Vegas snow. pumping them, pumping iron, baby. Thank you, Jeff. I only had like four drinks in the entire week out of Vegas. I'm very proud of myself. You know, Sin City something that might have got me in the past, but I'm a full-blown adult now. I got a daughter and a wife. Um, I wore wore this shirt mostly because we're fresh out of the first kicker-punter Super Bowl. The kickers and punters stole the show, so I just wanted to give them a little bit of love. Shout out to Tommy Townsend, Harrison Bucker, Mitch Wisnowski, Jake Moody. They won the game and Mm. kept both teams in it. I'm proud of them. 200 million plus watch these boys kick balls, so just a little bit of love on this beautiful Tuesday here, Molly? I'm with the I'm with 99.9% of all of that. One part I would I would uh, the the extra point. I mean, you know, no, easy. Let's take easy. let's, okay. let's take I the mean, brand the part off. For, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. He's got a long road ahead of him, and obviously got incredibly lucky. Unk, how are you doing, baby? You look fantastic. It was nice oh, to see you in person. Yeah, you're much more jocked in person than people could ever imagine. Oh, I don't really? think people you know fully what? understand Shannon, that. you know what threw me off by you, which is the width. Like, Shannon turns to the side. It's like the width, the, the width from the side. It's no joke. <laughs> yeah. It's serious. It, I'm not sure. It, he, he's not skipping meals. T-Mac might be a little bit young for watching. Yeah. But, but, like, I grew up watching that. Them dudes were built different. The yeah. speed, the athleticism they all roll with. And, by the way, he's from Crib. He's from Georgia. So, we, we built yeah, different a little bit anyway. Uh, but, like, okay. when I'm telling you, that dude okay. squoll on a different <laughs> level. On a different really level. really special. Got two Georgia peaches with me. You it's know. a great time. Yeah. But I want to talk about Naptown. Uh up, actually, we're not getting there yet. Let's stay focused, Molly. Guys, okay. I'm still tired. Uh-huh. I got to be honest with you. Six days in Vegas, took a red eye home. You know, I'm hurting my. She sleep. had more than four drinks, is what she's saying, P. Matt. No, that's not what I said. That's absolutely not what I said. There was lots of. Hell of a of... season by you, Molly. Hey, Molly, hell of a season, Molly. Thank Way you. To go. Thank you. Here, Molly. Thank you. You do guys. what you got to do. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right. A hell of a season by Patrick Mahomes, right, PMAC? Is Mahomes, tell me this, Stephen A. loves this term. He loves calling people box office. Mm. Would you say he's the most box office athlete, athlete today? So I think it's such a fascinating question, and I love the term box office because that means business. And business is yep. ultimately the root of everything. And when you think of box office, I guess you got to start thinking in the combat sports world. It's like, okay, Roman Reigns, obviously a tribal chief. I mean, this guy, 600-something, 1,000-some days as champion. Obviously, everybody's watching. The Rock, Conor McGregor, a lot of people want to see him potentially get knocked out. That's big-time box office that he's been able to do. Then you go over to the world of a, a man who has more followers than the population of the United States of America, a man who I think the rest of 
of the world would say is the biggest star on the earth. And a man who got me actually to download an app to watch soccer. You think maybe Messi? Maybe Messi's the biggest box office hit in the entire athletic sphere. But then you have to wonder, has there ever been a man? And I guess in the NFL world, it's the first time in the first seven seasons. I saw the hick from French Lick, one of the only people to have three championships, two MVPs. It's like Patrick Mahomes had over 200 million people watch him. Not only have a game-tying drive, but a game-winning drive in the biggest stage. I would say Patrick Mahomes is the biggest and best box office we have in the sports world, and he's only getting started. He's just 28 years old. Money is good around that man, and I think we're lucky to have him. What you got, Saturday? Oh, I 100% agree. And, and now listen, I got to defer a little bit, right? Because I'm, I'm looking at two box office dudes right in front of me. You know what I mean? We got yeah. Shay Shay, right? We got P-Mac, like different levels. You know what I mean? I'm just an old, old lineman. You know what I mean? I'm just making good, working oh, for the company. You know what I mean? Yeah. But let me just yeah. say this. When I think about, when I think about box office and you think about what Patrick Mahomes just did, and, and P-Mac, you just said it. In the first six years that what he's done has never been done with the shield, that NFL shield, which is different. And this guy, not only has he made his head coach now a known commodity on commercials with the little nuggies and all the jokes, and everybody loves Andy Reid now. He's a comm- He's got his tight end dating the largest pop star in the world. She's coming to all the games. Like you said, you got 200 million plus watching him and understanding. And then he takes the basically takes the game over the last drive of the fourth quarter and overtime and just wills his team to victory. And by the way, doing all this as the nicest dude on the planet. I mean, it's incredible the way that he handles his business. And you were 100% right. It is all business and you betting on that dude, your money is getting better every day. Well, the only thing that saved the 49ers and uh, gave them a chance was they ran out of time in regulation. Because yeah. they had, if they'd had 30 seconds, they'd have ended this game in regulation. And Patrick Mahomes has been box office. He has been box office. You talk about the three Super Bowl MVPs, the two regular season MVPs, but it's hard for me to believe that there's somebody in North American sports bigger box office than LeBron James. He just, mm. he's, LeBron, he's LeBron. He's LeBron. And he moves the needle. Clicks, likes, mentions, jersey sales, conversation, $125-30 million in endorsement and salary. It's hard, and, and I love Patrick Mahomes. Shannon. I gave him the I gave him the name my homeboy. And then State Farm didn't want to give me no credit, so they started calling him my homie. You see what they did to him P back? They took me out. They took me out. Of Wait, P-back. Shannon, hold on, hold on. Put me I don't on like put that me, at all. Put me on camera right now. Okay. okay. I get it. King, LeBron James, there's been no one. I, I, I'm with you. But you think still now, you don't think it's like LeBron's a little past his prime, no, not winning still- championships, while Patrick Mahomes is in the midst of a dynasty? Yeah, he's in the midst of a dynasty. But name recognition, brand recognition, you said box office. You're not saying who's playing the best. You said box office. Box office means ticket sales. Box office. Hey, P-Mac, I thought box office means money. Who generates the most money for whom? That's yeah. what I thought. Bob. I don't now, know. Maybe, maybe, the NFL well, king hey, last bro. time I checked. No, but, 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 the NFL but, but, most yeah, but hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You said, hold on. Now, you said the NFL. I'm saying you saying you said when box office, you're talking about that in, in, you're talking about that individual, not the entity. 
Hey, Shannon, I'm going to say this. When I was in high school, Braun was a couple years older than me. His high school team, St. X, came and played the Pennsylvania All-Stars in Pittsburgh. The entire state of Pennsylvania put together an All-Star team to play against LeBron James's high school team. And I was in high school. Sold out the arena. LeBron yeah. has been selling out arenas literally since he's like 15, 16 years old. So I can understand why you're saying what you're saying. And then you think about Omar, who runs ESPN social media. He's literally made an entire career being considered one of the greatest interneters of all time off of LeBron James and LeBron James's family. Let's not even talk about just LeBron James. On the internet, he's been able to do it. But right now, I mean, if this question was asked like 10 years ago, I think to Molly's point, five years ago, maybe even four years ago before Patrick Mahomes has become mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes, I think LeBron James might be the answer. And I, I understand complete because he still sells out every a building he goes into Shannon every yeah. building that LeBron goes into is selling out that is just how it's always been so I can see how that's uh yeah I, I, do, mean, think pretty big the, I do think the messy takes pretty interesting though yeah I mean look Go, at what he's done sure. if we're talking global box office what and he soccer did coming to Miami to watch. what what I mean, about Ronaldo? Yeah, but like suddenly I'm in suddenly I'm into soccer. Like what is this? What about, me too. Me it's terrible to watch. We're, we're on it's the bandwagon. Sport to watch. Pat, Pat, P we got right P on the bandwagon. P Mac, you said uh, uh, Messi with followers. You do know Cristiano Ronaldo has 600 million on social on, on IG. Yeah, but nobody sees him playing right now because he made a business decision to go play yeah. in. Uh, yeah, right. It's a good But it's business. Good business. Good business. Yeah. He By took, the way, I he love took the his 200 wife million show. a year. She's got a good show. Yeah, and well, Messi yeah. took like a percentage of Apple. That's also a great oh. business move. And, what he, oh. and he got money from me. He got money from me, the whole Messi <laughs> thing. So it's like. All uh, of it. And also, <laughs> hold on now. Let's let's throw in another name here. And obviously, she's still in college, so it's not even. There's people paying like a thousand bucks right now to watch Caitlin. Clark played oh, yeah. basketball oh, yeah. in yeah, February. In yeah. February Absolutely. right now. That is, yeah. I don't think that's ever happened before in women's college basketball. So money's good in sports right now. Money is I good. Think but, our, I think our power rankings are messy Patrick Mahomes right now. That, yeah. that's but here's the thing, Shannon. has got that what. LA thing going. You know what I mean? Go ahead, Hollywood. Let's look at it like this. Who do we believe is the biggest box office like in Hollywood? Who's the biggest right now? The Rock. The Rock, yeah. He's box office, yeah. right? Yeah. Smell. Uh, I don't know. Exactly. I, don't know. I don't keep track. But I'm trying to think the equivalent, like a Denzel. But see, the difference is like, Tom, like, Tom Cruise. like football is like, yeah, Tom Cruise. But see, football is like, is like really a like a, a, a an American sport. Yeah. Basketball, basketball is global. Mm. That's Because fair. guess what? When the last time you did you see somebody with a pair of cleats on at the mall? Or going to an Oscar event or a red carpet event in, 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 in cleats. Also, the helmet, so, Shannon. Yeah. The exactly. Helmet. The shoulder pad, yes. Yeah. So, if you, I, mean, I don't know. If you get into that whole thing, I would say Michael Jordan then still. I mean, like, if you're going to say. Oh, for sure. I mean, you got to put, yeah. like. Oh, Tiger Woods. Really? Tiger oh, Woods. Tiger Woods. Yeah. I mean, that's both, a whole other yeah, conversation. Now, that's different levels of No, MJ more so than Tiger. I mean, MJ, oh, wherever yeah, MJ sure. walks in anywhere in the world, that is different level. Anywhere. Well, he, like, it don't matter. He ain't really, wa yeah. really walking anywhere, guys. Hey, I that's mean, he, fact. I mean, they shut the whole thing. Wait, wait, wait. So, before we go, Shannon, so you agree, though, that MJ's more box office than LeBron? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, look, it's, it's like, it's the two MJs, yeah. Jordan and Jackson. Yeah. 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 They, yeah. That, they, that, that's that's different level of fame. There's yeah. fame, yeah. and then there's like Facts. God, Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. What about female? Most, though, what quick. about most box office female athlete all time? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Is it Serena? 
Probably. Have to be. Probably. Right? Absolutely. We're talking yeah. about I was watching office, tennis because of Serena. Yeah, yeah, I, watched, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. that, that was something we were all doing. They yeah, and when the Williams Serena. sisters came through, they had it was so much attention and change yeah. in the game in so many different ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That Tiger Woods person, impact on golf. You know yeah. what I mean? Last yeah, person last before night. we go, and Jeff yeah, Saturday yeah. had this man's hands on his uh, high hamstrings, we'll say, for a long time. Peyton's <laughs> big-ass head is recognized everywhere. Peyton's a huge star, and especially now him like just transitioning the commercials, the TV stuff. It's just continuing because he's so good. He's going to yeah. have a B. He's going to have a B, a billionaire before Ain't his no doubt. time yeah. is Ain't up. Ain't no doubt. Yeah. All right. You guys, get that, you guys get that, just get that, the bumps. That thing right there, that, that forehead, it, it, it's known everywhere. Oh, would you Whoa, stop? five heads, six heads, <laughs> seven. <laughs> I, lo, hey, big, can I get big. Maybe nine. Maybe We're good. We're good. It was a good conversation. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code FIRSTTAKE150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll get $150 in bonus bets. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. For New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. For Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050. For Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. For Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. For Puerto Rico, call one 800 981 0023. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Uh, Let's head to the Big D where that defense will now fall under Mike Zimmer, who was hired as the new defensive coordinator. Zimmer, who takes over for Dan Quinn, the new commander's head coach, was previously the D.C. in Dallas in the early 2000s before later becoming head coach in Minnesota. Did you follow all that, Jeffrey, Saturday? I did. I did. Listen, when you you think about what the Cowboys are trying to do with Dan Quinn leaving and bringing in Zim, they're going to try to get more physical, right? And, like, that's the whole deal. Um, did they take a step forward? They did. They did. They, to me, they took a step forward. And I don't mean this on a, as a slight from Dan Quinn. Okay. I, I mean this from the what they understand they're going to have to do to move forward in the NFC. They're going to have to get more physical in their front. Not their ends, not their pass rush. The middle of their defense. That means linebackers. I mean, basically, they had a defensive back playing linebacker for the majority right. of the year because of injuries. They have a lot of work to do. Zim will get that part fixed. And, again, they have – Diggs will be back on the back end. So they're going to be just fine back there. But they have got to get more physical because you're seeing what happens to them. If teams come in and they don't play finesse ball, they play get-after-you ball, right? Green Bay came right at them, charged right through, and, and, and Dallas put up a bunch of numbers that were meaningless on offense. But when you think about how Dallas is going to have to win to compete against Detroit and compete against San Francisco and, can, and continue to compete against Green Bay, I think Zimmer brings a, a lot of credibility and guys who enjoy playing at that style of physical football. Yeah.
I agree with everything. I don't want to echo. I want to echo everything that you said Saturday is because I do believe Zen will make them more physical and physicality is something that's been missing from this team. They want all the flash. You want the splash plays where we're getting after your quarterback. But if you're if you do not have the ability to stop the run, you must take away the run first before yep. you can get after the opposing team's quarterback. And far too long, you look at they're getting pick sixes and they get sacking the quarterback. But when a team coming in and says, we're going to punch you in your mouth, now all of a sudden they're on their heels. And I, Michael, Michael Parsons says, I heard him say something very interesting. And people always say the Cowboys, they talk about we them boys, we them boys. But I heard Michael Parsons say we need more boys. So I, are y'all them boys or do you need more boys? But – they also need the guys that they have to play better in big yes. moments. Far yes. too many times we've seen this team in the playoffs and their star players on both sides of the football come up small. So until that changes, nothing else really matters. You can be physical all you want to Saturday, but you know once you get to the playoffs, you need to ramp up your intensity. You go yes. uh, 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 preseason. You go regular season, and you have to take it up even another notch in the postseason. And in the last three postseasons, the Cowboys haven't been nearly as physical enough. On the de- We can talk about Dak shortcomings or he didn't play well, but that defense did give up 40, 48 oh. points to a first-year starter. Yes. They did go yes. on the road and get the brakes beat off them last year in San Francisco. And then San Francisco came into their building the uh, year before and beat them like a drum because yeah. they're not as physical on the defensive side. They're not as physical on the offensive line either, but we're talking about uh, Zim and what he brings to the table. Yeah. Zim is familiar with the Cowboys structure. He understands Jerry. He has great personnel to work with. Now it's just a matter of, of getting those guys to play at a consistent level consistently. Yes. And you think about what Zim is capable – I think about it from this perspective. When you, when you talk about Micah Parsons, part, part of what makes defensive ends easier to control – and I say this because obviously he is an upper echelon defensive end, you know, d- defensive player of the year type player. But when they line up in a specific spot all the time, it makes it much, much easier to block him. And I felt like as the season progressed, it, you, you kind of circled, okay, you know where he's going to be. Yeah. Those other dudes have got to step up and make plays and, and, and be as disruptive as Parsons is and be as violent at the point of contact as Parsons. Because what happens is dudes get fatigued. Like, like whether you believe it or not, like in games, in season, you and I both know this. I mean, it just it gets fatiguing on you. And if you're the only guy that you feel like, hey, I got, I got to rip across this guy's face, close down this B gap, I'm taking two because the linebacker can come free and make the play, then you start ad-libbing. And I think that's kind of what I saw to their defense. And sometimes you saw some ad-libbing or not nearly the physicality that you would come to expect. Zim, there'll be no tolerance for that. Like that my, dude, my, he, run, he, runs it, he runs a run. Or tough shot. Yeah, yeah. And then I one quick thing, one. Molly. Yeah, go Micah ahead. needs to get more physical in the run yes. game. Yes. Okay. He yes. needs to get more physical in the run game. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Let's get physical. Yes, that. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to sing it so softly because I have the worst voice ever, and I'm so tone deaf. It is beyond. Tell. It's like nose. It's nasal. It's tone deaf, and it's just horrible. That's uh, that's Olivia Newton-John. Is that who that is? That who? Uh, let's I, get I agree. Physical. I agree with everything you said, Molly, about your voice. 
Oh, you're, no. you're such a hater, Shannon. Hey. And it's like so messed up. And I I'm show agreeing you so with you, Bobby. How, how you know, if I agree with so messed exactly. up. Help me like, understand whatever. what hate is. I thought if you agree with someone, how is yep. that hate if you agree yep. with what they said? It's cool. It's cool, Shannon. <laughs> you just you kicked her while she was down. She was looking for, she was fishing for a compliment. Yep. You didn't give it. Yep. That's the best time <laughs> to right, kick here's a person my, when they're here, down. No, I have a serious question, though. <laughs> yes. I, we don't need to talk about my poor voice. Uh, the NFC East, I do find it really interesting next season, guys, when we look at – we don't know what the Giants were. They were a hot mess, right? Daniel Jones was yes. injured. So we'll see what happens there, what the situation – it seems like there was some discord with the coaching staff also as well, so mm. we'll figure that out. Then we see what the commanders did, right? we got new ownership, bringing in new coaches, clearing yep. that staff out, what that's going to look like. And then Dallas – dropping the ball again. I mean, when you're looking at it now, Shannon, would you say, would you have Dallas coming back to win the NFC East? Yeah, they'll take a step forward and be one and done in the postseason. Even, o- even over Philly, though, because the other hey. thing, Philly had some injuries. So I think part of it was that. Like, Jalen Hurts wasn't healthy. Well, I think, well now we're going to see, was it all, all health-related? Or did Jalen Hurts right. take a step back? We're going to find out because we believe that he was injured. Now, I did see him at the Pro Bowl, but we'll see if he was injured yeah. and he comes back and he plays like he did two years ago as opposed to last year. There's a lot of things. That defense is need, is need of a, a major overhaul. They yeah. need to go on HGTV because they need somebody to do a reclamation project right. on that defense. <laughs> They're not yeah. good. Fangio will get that part. He'll, he'll get that part. They, the Kellen Moore part for me, I, I'm just not sure. i got to see this thing. This, okay. The fit for me is just it's a little it's a little bit question. I think he's a great play caller, but like yeah. what Hurts does and what they want to do and yeah, they want to be physical and run it, and then I don't know. All right, just, we got to go. Hey, Shannon, we got to go. Shannon, I'm going to have a huge uh, Super Bowl party down in New Orleans next year. Just keep waiting for your invitation, okay? I'm just showing up anyway. Just keep waiting on it. I'm going to invite your whole team. I'll start naming folks, but you keep your behind at home. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Oh, he's fresh off a Super Bowl win that now makes him a two-time champion. We now welcome to the show Chiefs wide receiver. That's right, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Marquez, thank you so much for being with us, and congrats on number two back-to-back. Yeah, thank you all for having me. It's an honor. Of course. All right, let's get into this game. So uh, this is obviously your second straight Super Bowl going into the half with a double-digit deficit. Both times you come back. What is being said in the locker room at halftime? Uh, to be honest, not much, man. Um, we're, we're used to it. Um, we got a super resilient team. Uh, we've been battle tested all year. And so just going in and say, hey, just be us, play a better second half, and we'll go out and win this game. Marquez, 
When I look at you guys, you had some struggles during the season, and I've been very outspoken about the wide receiver group. You had a lot of drops, but you had the big catch. You had two big catches in Buffalo. You have the big catch in uh, Baltimore. You have the touchdown catch uh, in the Super Bowl. What did Patrick or what did uh, Andy say to you guys when you the receiving core or your offense was going through some of the struggles in the regular season? Because I don't think outside of that locker room and your fan base had you guys to end up being in this position considering how you struggled offensively during the year. Yeah, I mean, we, we had pretty much the same group that we had last year, the same, you know, same playmakers that helped Pat win an MVP and help us win a Super Bowl. You know, so I think with us being able to go out and, you know, just be ourselves and, you know, get out of our own way, you know, that was the issue that we were having all year, just getting in our own way and being able just to be resilient and shake back. You know, we knew we had a special group and a special team, and so we won another Super Bowl. Marquez, you got the party started. So you scored the first touchdown of the game for the Chiefs. It was also your first touchdown in a Super Bowl. What's going through your mind, in your head, after you scored that touchdown? Let's get another one, man. Uh, they had a really great football team. Um, and we knew we had to score some more points to, to put that game away. Our defense was playing lights out. And we knew if we just scored a couple more touchdowns, we'd be able to win that game. Marquez, let me ask you this. On the, 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 uh, the game-tying field drive and the game-winning drive in overtime, what's being said in the huddle and what's Patrick demeanor like on those last two drives? Man, he was just calm and collected, man. We knew we were going to win that game 100%. Uh, we just needed some time to go out and do it. Um, I think that was the, the beauty of it, especially going to uh, the, the last two-minute drive and then the overtime. Um, we just had to go down and, and score, and we were just excited about the moment. Nobody was anxious. Nobody was nervous. Um, and when you got 15 back there, anything's possible. Yeah, it seemed like you guys were cool. I want to stay with the quarterback. So you played with two all-time greats, right? Aaron yeah. Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. What would you say, Marquez, is the leading quality in each guy that makes them so great? Man, they're both unique, um, but their competitiveness. Um, you know, I'm forever indebted to, to Aaron for jumpstarting my career. Um, he's just a great friend of mine, um, forever be a friend of mine. Um, we, he was one of the first people to text me after – Super Bowl to congratulate me, and tell me how happy he was for me. Um, and then with, with Pat, you know, his competitive nature as well. You know, you see it week in and week out, just willing his team to, to victories, um, just the fire that he has. Um, I played with two of the, the best to ever play this game. It was reported, Mark Webb, it was reported that EB came back in and he talked to you guys yeah. before the Baltimore game. And I felt that was a lot of what was missing was the accountability and the juice that he brought on a weekly basis being the OC. Was he able to come back in and talk to you guys before the Super Bowl, if you care to elaborate? No, he didn't, uh, he didn't come back and talk before the Super Bowl, but, you know, right before that AFC Championship game, you know, just him taking his time out to come and just holler at the guys, man. Um, you know, we're, we're grateful for him. You know what he did here and how he helped us win a lot of games. Um, his his fire that he brings in, you know, it's, it's electric. And uh, he's one of those guys that the moment he walks in, he's just gonna demand the room. You know, he's five five, but he walks like he's six ten. Marquez, let me ask you this. So we all knew, right, Kansas City, we knew the offense was fire. The defense really stepped up this year. Just incredible. One of the youngest defense in the league. Next year you're gonna be going for the three P. We're talking yeah. real history there with the three P. Yeah. What's the most important thing that everybody needs to do to be in position to make that happen next February? Not get in our own way, man. I think we got a really special team. Um, it's going to be hard to, to three P, um, but it was even harder to go back to back. 
And so I think that if we just you know keep ourselves together, not get in our own way, um, just fix the, the pieces that we need to fix, um, I think we got a really good shot of, of doing it again. So in the locker room after the game, Andy bring you guys up. What's, what's he saying? Obviously, the emotion is the jubilation. So what did Andy say after that game? Man, he was just so elated. Um, you know, you don't really get a lot of emotion out of Coach Reed, you know, throughout the throughout the year. Um, but, you know, after that, after that Super Bowl victory, man, you could just see the the smile on his face and how happy he was, you know, just all the adversity that we faced all year. Just to see him be that happy, you know, just it, it almost brought tears to, to guys' eyes to see, you know, all the hard work that he's put in. He's in this building more than anybody, um, you know, and he was just elated, elated. I heard Patrick say after the game, this is his most gratifying, his most satisfying mm-hmm. Super Bowl, considering all the adversity that you guys, from an offensive standpoint, went through this season. And being underdogs in Buffalo, being underdogs in Baltimore, being underdogs in San Francisco. Can you speak to what Patrick is talking about, how gratifying and satisfying this one is compared to the other one that you won last year? Yeah, I mean, last year was, you know, nobody, nobody believed in us, um, but we still were the number one offense in, in the league. And so, you know, people knew that we could score points, you know. So going into this year, you know, no one had faith that we would be in this position. Everyone thought that we couldn't score enough points to win. We couldn't go play these great defenses week in and week out to, to go out and win. And so being able to go back to back in this stage, um, you know, it was we, we earned that. And that can't ever be taken from us. Um, we're the best team in the NFL, and that showed on Sunday. MVS, I think it's fair to say that uh, the Kansas City Chiefs can play on the road. <laughs> Patrick yeah. Holmes still got it. I'm just thinking of all the narratives that we had going. Obviously, you got your second ring. Congratulations. But before we let you roll, the producers and the control them, they want to see this chain you got on. Can you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you yeah, now look at that. Chain for yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Who yeah, made that, that for you? Hold on. Shot hey, hold on. Man. Shout, shout your yeah. jeweler. Yes, the Swiss Shop GLD, man. The boys got me right right after the bowl. Got me right to to make sure I got this one ready for the parade to to rock on my neck. M.A. Marquez, you had to have that put in motion. That ain't no turnaround from Sunday Sunday to uh, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we already knew we was going to win. That's all that was. Yeah, we already knew we was going to win. He knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He knew. Yeah, we That's what's that. up. That's yeah. what's up. <laughs> yeah. Mar- Marquez, we so appreciate the time. Enjoy the parade. Enjoy all of it. Soak it all in. We can't wait to see you guys back at it uh, next fall. Definitely. Thank okay. you. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you. Have a good one. Congrats, bro. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, our most advanced features, and great prices, plus... Curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com deals. That's dell.com deals. I'm Molly Karam, and I hope you have a fabulous day. Thanks for listening to the pod. 
Uh, nobody out here doing it with blocks except Victor Wenbanyama. The Spurs rookie put up a stat line that has never been done before. 27 points, 14 rebounds, 10 blocks, and 5 assists in just 29 minutes. Kendrick, talk to me. How good can Wenby be in the league? Molly, I said a couple weeks ago that Anthony Edwards was going to be the face of the NBA, and I was wrong as hell. It's going to be this young man right here, Victor Wembanyama. He is going to be the best player in the league on both sides of the floor. We have never seen nothing like him the way he specializes defensively on the perimeter and in the interior. Offensively, I said this before, he's a 7-4 version of Kevin Durant with the handles, the ball skills, the pull-up tray ball. San Antonio has something special outside of the rodeo that they host every single year. Sure do. You love the rodeo. But, Perk, it's not your first rodeo. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the West Coast. Shannon's town. The Lakers stood pat at the trade deadline but are getting better through the buyout market. Guard Spencer Dinwiddie chose to sign with the Lakers over other options. His reasoning explained, yeah. The two situations kind of felt like this, right? Let's say you were a kid and you got your ass whipped by the bully. Dallas would have been like your mama being like, it's okay, baby, don't worry about it. Legs are like, your dad, now nah, you better go out there and, and fight till you win. You feel me? And I just felt like that was what I needed at the time. Obviously, one in season tournament, have played big time basketball the past several years. Um, obviously, sometimes it's hard to maintain that, you know what I'm saying, throughout a whole season, but at the end of the day, they know how to win. Um, that's what you know. Every every night they're gonna get somebody's best shot just because of the name that's on the front of the uniform. All right, nightcap. Oh, he's not here. There he is. Yeah, Club Shay Shay, Hall of Famer. <laughs> parties, parties that he doesn't invite people to. What else? Super Bowl champion. Yeah. First take. Did I miss anything? Uh, now you okay. No, Molly's res his resume longer than the Christmas break. Yeah, try, 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 try to be objective. Try to be objective. What's okay, the then. Lakers ceiling this season? You asking me? Yeah. Oh, man, you know what the, yeah. uh, uh, the ceiling You know what the ceiling is, Perk? Like Michael Jordan said, the ceiling is the floor. The finals. They can get to the finals. If you if D-Lo going to keep playing like this, I'm not and Anthony Davis has only missed a handful of games. That's all I wanted. I done won my bet with Stephen A. Stephen A said he's gonna miss 15 games by Valentine's Day. Well, guess what? I ain't getting a bouquet of roses, but I'm gonna get something better than that, Perk. Their 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 ceiling, they can make the finals. With Anthony Davis playing the way he's playing. LeBron James, LeBron coached, and I ain't giving you 25, 7, and 7, Perk. And D Lo, oh, uh, D Lo been on that thing. And then we, did, then we got uh, 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 the Kobe or the Ozarks. Look, put Perk up. Stand up. Sit up in your seat. You slump down in your seat. The teacher is talking to you, Perkins. The NBA Finals are their ceiling. Uh, look, you are so wrong. You are so wrong. And, and here's why, okay? First of all, their ceiling is the second round, okay? They're not better than the two teams that we watched battle last night in the Western Conference, and that's the Clippers and the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's first off, and they proved to us what that game showed us is that you have to have elite wing defenders in order to make it pass and contend for a title. The Lakers don't have that. And then let's talk about the defending champs. 
They haven't beat the Lakers. Haven't beat them since I. I don't know when. Like they 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 haven't beat them in in forever. So when I think about those three teams alone standing in the way of the Los Angeles Lakers. It eliminates them from even thinking about winning the title this season. And you know how I feel about LeBron James. He's the greatest player to ever touch the damn basketball. But he also is 39 years of age. And we I saw last tell. year, we saw what kick in. We, we saw fatigue kick in in the postseason. We saw him get tired because of the load that he had to carry throughout the postseason. And we don't know what Anthony Davis is going to give us on a consistent basis in the postseason. And he has still, still to this day, he still has to look at Jokic and say, you know what, at some point, at some time, I'm going to have to go through him or I'm going to have to go through Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert, and it's not going to happen. All right, so, Shannon, let's, let's go over to the Primrose path, and I'm going to take you down it and show you what needs to happen for the Lakers. I'm okay. going to construct what needs to happen. All right, number one, as of right now, they're three games back of the number eight spot, which is held by the Dallas Mavericks. And in a, a weird aside there, I don't really understand what Spencer was talking about with moms and dads and whatever and why he chose the <laughs> Lakers over the Mavericks. But Kyle Kuzma came out yesterday and told The Athletic that uh, he had a – the Wizards and the Mavericks had agreed to a trade for Kyle Kuzma, and Kuzma asked them not to trade him to Dallas. And the Wizards honored the request, even though they didn't have to. So now we have Spencer Dinwiddie and, and Kyle Kuzma, so they don't want to play for Dallas. That's an interesting little side note. But I will say that Dallas has won five games in a row. They are playing well right now. They are three games ahead of the Lakers. So the Lakers really need to walk down the eighth seed. Why? Because if you are the nine seed, you're looking at Steph in the first round in the play-in. And even if you get by that game, you got to win two games. The big disadvantage between eight and nine is you got to win two games to get in. And Perk is right. I know LeBron looks great, but at 39, you don't want him to have to play two games and then immediately enter a series. So... Walk down the Mavericks or whoever else is in front of you. you got a break because the, the Jazz have kind of disqualified themselves. They tore pieces off at the deadline. Now you get potentially Oklahoma City in the, in the next round, in the first round. I think they could beat Oklahoma City because they have size on them. They've had success against them home and road this year. Then you try to make things interesting with, with LeBron AD and your defense. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know what, Perk? Maybe the Western Conference Finals is as far as they get because we see them get to the Western Conference Finals through the play-in. And D'Lo wasn't playing last year like he's currently playing. I believe Austin Reeves has stepped up his play. And Anthony Davis has been more consistent this year than last year. And LeBron is LeBron. So with those four pieces, and now we got Dinwiddie, we got a guy that can give us 10 to 12 points off the bench with Rui and uh, uh, Christian Woods, I like it. I like it, Perk. Uh, uh, I think you're uh, uh, you talking with your heart and not your brain right now. Yeah. Because the, the top of you, the brain of you is telling you that the Lakers are not that damn good in the Western Conference. We get heart, to the West. Because it go James, you right. We. You, you, I, I mean, put that's what on it is. We. I, get, I love you. Put the something word. on it. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee you, Perk, we get at least to the Western Conference Finals. Okay, let's put, put something on, on it. Put, let's put I, something put on it. Look, I'll put, I'll put this on it. I'll put something on it. Damn it, if they don't make it, you better pull me on Club Shay Shay. Man. I want an interview. I want hey. some I want some of that yak too. And when they get and when they get hey, and when they get to the at least to the Western Conference Finals, send your boy one of them old puppies. That's what you do.
<laughs> All right. Kirk, Wendy, uh, great to have you guys with us. And it's officially NBA season, as I said, so we'll be seeing a lot more of you. Uh, Shannon, you can't leave yet. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits, like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, hey, Molly Karam here. Warm up with the hottest games live with Vivid Seats. No matter the sport, Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love. Plus, with Vivid Seats rewards, you can score free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, an annual birthday discount, and much more. They're the only ticket company in the game that rewards fans for every single purchase. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the pod. Ten active quarterbacks have made a Super Bowl appearance. Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson have multiple. Uh, those two, plus Matthew Stafford, Joe Flacco, and Aaron Rodgers have won it as a starter. Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow got there and lost most recently before this season. All right, before I get to the question, really, really quick, I just want to say you're the best. Oh, Listen, I know you had the coaching stint, but we missed you so much. Oh, We're so happy to have you back. And we had upset. an incredible season, and you crushed it. I you brought it. it. Like when we would do the A-list, everything. <laughs> we have a I know good time. Steve, Stephen A was here. He'd be saying the same thing. I he loves it. you. You bring so much to the show, and uh, enjoy travels I with the wife, with the fam. But seriously, I'm excited about it. I had so much you're fun. You're incredible I on y'all. TV. Your energy, we love you. Thank and, you. Thank uh, you. Shannon, I think you're going to be sticking around here with us, so I'm not going to thank you. <laughs> maybe. From, from, okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe. So he might be here for NBA season, and we'll see how the contract stuff goes, there but I hope go. he is. Um, and once we find that out, I would thank you as well. Okay, Shannon, tell me this. What quarterback outside of Mahomes is most likely to return to the Super Bowl? It's not that I have the most confidence in him. It's that I have the most confidence in the roster around him. So I'm going to say Brock Purdy. My number two would be Joe Burrow. That's mm. if they were to sign T. Higgins. But I just love the roster. I mean, you you look at the 49ers roster. You look at Christian McCaffrey. You look at Debo. Now, it's going to be very interesting uh, uh, Saturday. What do they yeah. do with IU? Do they right. franchise him and bring him back for one more year? Because I believe somebody, if they leave him unprotected, I believe somebody's going to throw a boatload of money at him because he's up he's upped his resume this year. Yes, sir. So I'm going to say Joe Burrow and that roster of the 49ers, and I still have confidence in Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I, I'm, I would say the same, but I'm going to venture a little bit so we're not. it's not completely boring. I'm going to go Jared Goff and the Lions. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I think, I think you know, he got there with the Rams, but th- he played extremely well. The throws yeah. he made against the, the Rams uh, in their playoff game were spectacular. Again, they had the big lead on, uh, on the 49ers. They have, they have probably the best offensive line in the league. They're going to get better. They'll get, uh, help Hutchinson at pass rush and, and solidify the back end of their defense. I like Dan Campbell, I think he brings a ton of energy. And uh, for, for, for the way golf got treated in L.A. to go back to yeah. Detroit, man, they love him in Detroit. And I would say that's my second. That's my I second. would really oh. love to see Detroit win one. Oh, I you think know? everybody. As long I mean, as the Giants aren't in, I think the whole country would be pulling oh, for Detroit. Oh, man, everybody. Yeah. Go ahead, Shannon. we got 10 seconds. Take us home. No, I'm going to say the, thing, the only thing that concerns me about Burrow is his health. 
he can't seemingly yeah. stay healthy for more than a one season that he missed the next. So this year might be the season he Absolutely. stays healthy. All yeah. right, Shannon, Jeff, you guys have a good one. Mad Dog will be back tomorrow. Bye, guys. All right, Saturday, have a good one, bro. Stay safe in the... Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.